topics. All right, tell me what we're doing. We're All doing. right, so we, in today's episode, we're going to talk about things that we look forward to in our cameras. We're going to discuss a certain camera in itself that we thought was the camera of the year. Oh, it's is this the last the last this podcast? This is the holiday special. I mean, who All knows right. next time we're going to see each other, right? That's we, true. So this is the holiday special. So we're going to talk about the camera of the year. With no research, by the way. We no. are just off the top of this our is, head. This is our own personal opinion in the cabeza. Yeah, we have not even talked beforehand. So mm. the, the products, I think we should talk more products of the year as well. Okay. If I could think of anything off the <laughs> exactly. top of my head. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if we uh, tried to remember things that were released this year. Mm. Now, they don't necessarily need to be released this year because it could be like, it could be something that was kind of released at the end of, you know, 2021. Right. What was released at the end of 2021? Well, one is our camera of the year, oh. I think, was released, wasn't it? it like, was, yes, it was officially available the last day of the calendar year last year. Uh, and uh, But, you know, most people didn't get it till right at the end, unless, of course, you were a YouTuber or you had someone working at the store and give you the old yeah. uncle hookup, you know? You know what I've been seeing a lot of is frustration with this whole supply chain. Like, don't you think it should have ended already? Uh, I think in general, I have always had a full-time frustration with camera creators, uh, phone creators who put a product out, and the minute it's out, a day later it's sold out. But let's say you were the creator. That's kind of like what Rolex does. They control the... There isn't enough... Right, they, but Rolex it, is different. No, I know. The I cost know. of Rolex, even even with their markup, is is considerable to make. It's a very expensive to make. Uh, a a $1,000 camera for us probably costs them $400, $500 to create. It's a little different. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think if it's not the chip shortage, we'll give you a little bit of a break on that, but it's not like it's a brand new thing. The 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 Fuji cameras always sold out right away. Yeah. The, the Sony cameras sell out right away, and it's not brand new chip issues. This has been going on since 2017, 18, 19. Yeah. Um, when I tried to buy a brand new X-T3, when it came out, couldn't get my hands on. When I tried to buy an X-T4, I couldn't that get my people, hands on. People are saying that they, they pre-ordered yeah. the X-T5. That happened to you, didn't it? That's what it? happened to me, and I think it was a blessing because I pre-ordered it, and then they, they, they told me, like, yeah, we might not get it till December or January. And I'm like, you know what? Keep it. Look at the, um, I can't believe the, the Nikon Z9, same thing. Mm, yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so where in the marketing department and the research department are these camera companies that they know, they know everything they do sells out and they don't put up enough so that people can buy them? I feel the, like maybe in our yeah years of surplus, they made what they think they, like the stock they wanted to sell. Mm -hmm. Like the a7 III must have been produced like Twinkies, man. Right, right. Everyone had an a7 III. People who didn't even realize, they woke up in the morning like, what is that doing what in my bed? What is that on my bedside? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, <laughs> it's camera. The a7 III for everybody. Did you hear what was happening with the X100V? Uh, that no one got one except YouTubers? Do you know why? No. So apparently a few TikTokers did a video or like started making videos about how like this camera shoots like film and it looks like a film camera. Mm -hmm. But just imagine if you don't know anything about Fujifilm or cameras or digital or anything. And this influencer is like, look at this little camera. It shoots beautiful pictures. And then in TikTok, you know, everything's right. like they could edit. Right, and right. So it exploded. Mm. The X100V you can't find anywhere, and the the ones that are new in stock are like almost double the price. If you buy it used, you're not looking at anything less than twenty two thousand dollars American. No, and that's a I think that's a thirteen hundred dollar camera. It's a thirteen ninety nine ninety nine US. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and 
I've been looking at it forever. It's another camera that when I try to buy new, no, sir, you cannot get this camera either. And and yeah, when you go on the market, anywhere from eighteen to twenty two hundred is what you're seeing. So, but doesn't that open up like a little window for companies to get these influencers, get cameras in the hands of these influencers? You know, like isn't the, that what they do now? Isn't that why they give people the early access to the XT the XT five? But who are they giving these cameras to? Camera. I see what you're saying. Channels. So specifically, like for instance, someone like uh, who has a million followers on on TikTok, but all he does is fart jokes. Totally, like, yeah, or like a, Mr. Beast, right? Or well, Mr. Beast is no, a he's diff- he's a whole different. Kind he's of a different beast. thing. But I'm just talking about like the influencers that that it, it made the X100V explode, or just people who either do travel or dance, or they're just young and popular, mm-hmm. and they picked it up on their own, and it spread like wildfire. And I think it's a perfect opportunity, I think, for Fujifilm to make elite, like a like. Their next 100 camera could be, they could make tons of money on it. Actually, rumor is that it's already sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I pre 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 ordered the pre order. Yeah. Oh my God. What, what if, like, in the future. That's going to be like a licensing fee to buy a pre order. Well, don't you think mm. camera companies need to compete? Mm-hmm. I think. The Rolex model for certain models. Someone wrote in my comics, in my comics, in my Spider-Man. Issue 54 of Omar. (laughs) In my comments, they wrote, Fujifilm is missing on a huge opportunity to sort of do this whole Rolex thing where, yeah, they sell the budget ones, XS10, Mm. yada, yada. You could get that one. But this one is like the gold, Mm. the beautiful bling, like platinum ones. Right. And this will truly work with Fuji because Fuji users are, are, are bougie right off the bat. Most that rhymes right off the bat. Most Fuji users don't buy the camera for what it does, it's the way it looks. Yeah, right. I agree. Uh, I'm, gonna, That's a, I'm gonna have a great looking retro style camera. So, if anyone can take advantage yeah. of it, is, it is Fuji. You're a, that's a great point. Because I think if Sony came out with a platinum camera, I think right, it would bomb. Like, right. Because it'd still be flat shaped on top <laughs> yeah. and ugly. So, yeah, Sony's definitely more practical than beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah. machine-like, German kind of. Yeah. Even though I they're love. from Japan, but or China. No, they're Japan. Japan, Japan. Japan, Japan. Yeah. But so, all the cameras are, are man, you know, designed to Japan, but uh, except for Leica, mm. German. That's another thing. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you understand why you would pay ten thousand dollars for a? rangefinder style camera do you understand that yeah or? yeah and that that underperforms like yeah. everyone glazes over like the autofocus is slow the, and the photo quality in any camera today is is going to be okay it's going to be acceptable i've seen side by sides with leica versus whatever and it's leica has like a little bit more oomph maybe mm-hmm. but not a, not like ten thousand dollars that's what i'm saying like someone said you should buy the q2 i'm like if you want to buy it for me i'll i'll play devil's advocate though like why would someone spend you right now on the table? You have two thousand dollars worth of phones almost there. Mm-hmm. You know where someone would be happy with a three hundred dollar flip phone or two hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would anyone spend? In my case, right, the technology in these phones is surpassing that of a two hundred dollar two hundred dollar watch. I mean, phone. But it, can you say the same thing for the output That's of a, good a point. camera? Damn it! That was a good point. Damn I mean, it! Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me come it, up with a better... The bottom line is, is what does the image look like? And, and I think it's more of the thrill of owning yeah, of a course, Leica as opposed to taking a picture. But in fairness, have you ever photo. held a Leica? Because yes, I haven't. I have. I, the, I think people 
pay for the simplicity and the design. It's almost like a race car kind of thing. But why doesn't it perform like one? Right, exactly. It's like you're not getting your money's worth. You're not. I don't care what you say. It, it's an experience more than it is a actual production. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So because I, I, I was in a restaurant one morning, and a gentleman came and sat down next to me with a Leica around his neck. And I said to him straight up like a little beggar, may I touch it? May I hold Not it? Not a conversation usually when I walk up to strangers yeah, and say, Sir, can may I, I touch it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me? No, sir. Aquí. Dámelo, dámelo, dámelo. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he put it on the counter, on the, on the counter. Was he, like, friendly? Like, he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So I was like, hey, how's it going? And I looked at it, and I saw the red dot and the L, and I'm like, oh, that's a Leica. Oh. I'd so, be taping over that mother, yeah, so, walking around the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. So I picked it. So he let me hold it. I held it. I took a, I took a snap with it. It was very, like camera yeah <laughs> it was that it it was very camera nothing else and i like you know what i got to hold one hold one and i could die now you know but i think it, again people this is one of those things people buy for the experience and also the recognition you, that guy got recognized by mm -hmm. you because he had a leica and it's part of a it's like being part of a club right but that happens to me when i walk around with an xt2 around my neck oh True. look at that camera it looks cheaper. like a very old camera oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah let me check it out so again it's it's People walk around with Fuji cameras because they want people to ask them about it. You know, it's like yeah. it's like I'm wearing a triple fat gold chain around my neck so that me, people can ask me about it. Let me ask you if you agree with this. Uh, uh, Street uh, Samuel Street Life uh, came out with a video, and he he's been using the the um, Nikon D850 for street photography, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he had a great video where he explained why the DSLR. He's like starting to use the DSLR almost like a film camera. You know, it's like mm -hmm. throwback. And he had an inter interesting point that if you walk around with a Leica, people do what you said, which is like go up to you and other Leica people are like, Leica. Mm -hmm. But what what do you think happens if you walk around with a DSLR? They don't want to be bothered with you, you old grumpy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They either ignore you mm -hmm. or he had an interesting point where he said like people think you're actually like super pro mm -hmm. because think about the layman doesn't know about cameras that is the camera they know. Right, big chunky. Big chunky mother. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, documentary or news mm -hmm. or a like fashion dude. So he said that he actually, when he would ask people to take their photo, they were more willing to because he looked even more pro, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. But let me ask you this. If, if there's a photographer that's young and broke, would you recommend a Nikon D750 used? Mm-hmm. Or an A73 used. I think, honestly, uh, if if he's always going to be broke, or she, if if they are always going to, if they are always going to be broke, yeah. right, then I would point them in a very good old DSLR matter because that way they could buy affordable used glass. They the could glass. buy glass, right? Because but it, but if you plan to move forward into, you know upgrading your gear consistently starting off with a mirrorless base in 2022 might be the way to go yeah 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 i man that's hard to say though isn't you can it still hard get to say? you still get a good price on a d800 or a um, you would recommend a d800 over a73 for someone that's uh, going to shoot weddings on the side and is young and starting yes do you know why omar why they have better eyesight Boom. You could focus lock a lot better um, when you're young and you have great eyesight. But if you're our age and you're starting, yeah, man, pick the up mirrorless, mirrorless helped me girl. so much. Yeah. So I, I need reading glasses. And now I, it's sad to say, but the A74 has saved me. I'm on autopilot because I'm like dancing and laughing mm -mm. 
and back button focusing pointing. Right. It, and you're people, on wide and you're ready to go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm shooting at f4.5, this is during like the key moments, you know. Um, and then the other times I could use the EVF and really focus, focus. But it has saved me. Like I've gotten some really great moments from the camera taking over. I don't have any problems with that. No, no. That's, that's my point. So if you're young and starting, DSLR, save that money. And if you do get good enough and you keep moving forward then you will be able to cross over to the more expensive yeah newer mirrorless setup but and right now you know start off with what we need and what we need is basic and, and a dslr will give you beyond basic it'll yeah. get you started and looking great i will also add to that and say that dslrs uh, probably have a more vintage look to the files and are easier to edit than mm-hmm. some of the used first mirrorless cameras you know right, right because yeah like even even the old great dslrs um, their dynamic range in the film is good, but I think mirrorless beats them out because of yeah. uh, the technology. So that's what I'm saying. So you can't massage those 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 the files. Old files as, you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think they don't need that much massaging. Color correction, and then they. Well, have that's that. what I, my point was that I think they're easier to edit. The old files are easy, not dynamic. If you make mistakes with a 5D Mark II, mm-hmm. you're screwed. If yeah. you blow out the yeah. highlights. Yeah. With a A7 III, I would recommend that for a beginner with flash because they could save a lot of photos, which sounds weird to say. Learn your craft, damn it. Right. No one learns anything in 2023. They get on YouTube and they figure it out. You know, I could build a house from YouTube. Do you know what I'm trying to learn is LUTs. Mm. What's a LUT, Omar? A lookup table. That's what I learned. <gasps> oh. And why uh, would I use a lot? We're actually using one right now. So we're we have no lucky. we have no idea how it looks. I have no idea. I did a couple of tests like using my daughter and me and we we kind of because unlike the Fuji system, the LUTs on the Sony does not allow you to throw on a pre uh, 703 rec. Rec, yeah. rec 703. Rec 709. 709. Baby, I, I, learn I, the I, numbers. I shorted you six points. My apologies. <laughs> So Your is LUT is uh It's is leaning deficient. to the left, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sir, uh, you might want to adjust that. It's leaning a LUT. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because unlike Fuji, who allows you to overlay uh, 703. Or oh, 709, you're saying like in camera you could see. Yeah, your yeah. LUT, well, it'll give you a, be, a I basic. I think this if, has it. We just it? don't have it on. It has an assist for sure. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to shut up now. Yeah, we don't. That's what I want to learn. Right. I. You know, I keep using the excuse, I'm just a photographer, mm-hmm. and I didn't take this video. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually want to get better at filmmaking because during my travels, I want to make this stuff more filmic. And I've been watching Tarantino movies, and I just mm-hmm. saw The Godfather, mm-hmm. and those are filmed on film, man. Right. And they have a flavor, and the first Superman was on film. You could tell the grain. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, like everything is so beautiful and clean I'm starting to like a little bit of, I want to learn how to LUT it up. Well, listen, that's how you start, right? You start by jumping into it and then, you know, finding out what you did wrong so that you could start doing it I, better. This might be totally wrong. Yeah. We're supposed to overexpose ourselves. So if this is in black and white, you understand why right now. We're going to give you a little behind the curtain here. <laughs> yeah, that's my LUT. It's called BW. <laughs> Sorry, you had a topic about camera things. Yes. All so, right, go. go. So, so if 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 your camera has a great battery, if your camera has oh, a great sorry. battery, would you, would it make you want to buy it more than a camera with a mediocre battery with the same <laughs> output? I don't understand your question. Do your well. I think the topic was <gasps> what features are, are deal breakers. Deal breakers for you. Okay. 
Batteries. Batteries. <laughs> See that segue right there? That was smooth. <laughs> this boy's like a porcupine boy. It's He's... not like we planned that at all. No, uh, Mo and I came up with the topic is what camera um, feature features actually matter to us and right. what which don't. Right. Okay, so I've seen people... T- uh, you asked me about battery. I've, I'm 100% finding that if I want to go out, I want to grab the camera that the... I want to grab the Sony that the over the Fuji because of the battery life. Right, right, exactly. That's what I've been dealing with lately. So um, I picked up an XT2 again, and um, I've been taking it everywhere with me. But I have two batteries in my pocket every time, and I'm always like thinking about the battery. Where, where if I had grabbed the Sony, the battery would it's never not cross even my issue. mind. It, yeah. would, it would even I would have bought one battery. It never would have crossed my mind, and I could just focus on what I'm shooting while I'm using the XT2. Though I'm always looking in my viewfinder to find where the battery bar is. Yeah, and it's funny. It's not even just carrying batteries, but it's when you come back home and keeping track of all the batteries. And mm-hmm. and uh, I have like a, look at my whole like charging system over there. I, I have two. That. Fuji like docks mm-hmm. and then I have a bin where the the new ones like the ones that are full go in the bin at the bottom right, right. and I know if I'm going to film the family or anything I just grab the camera the Sony right like uh to do a little video I, I filmed us like getting our Christmas tree and stuff I didn't even worry about the battery even if it was half right it doesn't even come into your brain <laughs> does not even register like it could, be, it could be blinking you're like ah we're good yeah yeah <laughs> so uh a f- a photographer friend of mine, she just picked, she's been Nikon DSLR her whole life, and she just picked up an A6, Z6 II. And I feel kind of bad because I, I recommended the Z6 II, and she was mm. like, the batteries. Oh, really? The batteries are terrible, and the battery life is kind of, you know, compared to the DSLR. She right, only needs one battery for it, a whole day. Right. It's kind of based off that same old battery with a few tweaks, right? So, yeah, I guess you're not... It eats up the screen yeah, and you're now you're doing the L- L- LCD, LCD, the rear LCD. So, yeah, it makes Nikon, sense. Nikon, not as good as Sony as far as battery. Uh, so That makes perfect sense. And uh, Sony, king of the battery. Yeah. King of the battery. I, I think Canon's come a long way, and Fuji's with their latest bodies have come a long way. But you, I still think... That Z battery from Sony is amazing. Yeah. Hands down. All right, so I'm going to turn it completely 180. Size of the camera. How important is that in your purchase decision? And if you're going to do street photography, is size something of the camera that is 100% like in your mind? If if they're all like in a row Mm -hmm. and you have to grab one. So to me... Um, size does matter, and and you know, ladies will agree with me. Um, I I always think that uh, it can't. So, so to me, as much as you love the XT20, it's right here, baby. That, Always next to me. That camera is too small for me. Yeah, I think it's too small for me, even with the grips. So to me, if you got an so that X- annoys you, like when you're walking around, yeah, yeah, you, you like the, it's the finger and the, the, yeah, everything too small is a problem. So to me, the XT2, XT3, those are good cameras to walk around with the sony a7 a6600 good meaty beefy grip on it it's not a pretty camera but it's 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 good to hold and it's small yeah so i think a a certain size i need to have so it has to be a certain size it can't be too too small small. no rico gr for you no no, uh uh that that you never did any of those sony i did have all those yes i had the rx 100 one two and three um and i loved them but that was then you know, now yeah. in in my old age, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I have a different taste on what I want to be holding when I'm out there doing some shooting. And the same thing comes to play with, um, you know, the XT4. I, I enjoyed owning the XT4, but when I decided that it looked the same size as my A7 III, yeah, that well, that. The- 
you're choosing between systems as opposed to size use. now, right? Yeah. So to me, yeah. So if I'm going to carry that big of a camera, I might as well take the full frame, in my opinion, back then. Yeah. There has to be a formula, though, like what you just said. If you have a, a, a like for example, it was easy before. I had a DSLR, 5D Mark, and this guy. Mm -hmm. It was like two extremes: right. work camera, play camera. Right. But now the lines are kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're kind of blurred. Where like. You said my my A seven four was almost the same size as some like like the Fujis are now getting bigger and bigger right, and bigger. Right, right. So you're choosing in a system as opposed to small camera and right. Yeah. So to me, yeah, if you if you get too big, then exactly I go to the system as opposed to the size of the camera. Yeah, so that's important to me is the size. But I think everyone should you know people always ask me should I get the A seven four or like a little Fuji? I, I feel like you maybe should probably get a main camera and then have something small that where you could just put in a pocket or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on your funds. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, if it's too pocketable, then, then why don't you just keep carrying your phone? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. The phones are getting better. That's the exactly. other thing. Yeah. Actually the, the seven, the, the pixel seven pro is an oh, amazing walk it. around camera. Y yeah. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, size is definitely, it, it fluctuates for me. It could be a, it could be a deal breaker or it could be a, a, a jump on it type of thing. How is the X-T5 compared to the X-T3? Is it truly just about the same size? Um, yeah, I would say the X-T5 is just a little fatter because of the IBIS. But gotcha. height-wise, and it looked totally the same. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart from the other side of the room. Mm. And um, when you held it, it had a little better grip. Gotcha. 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 So um, let's talk about that then. How important are, let's just talk about large cameras, ergo. I think the ergonomics are very important. Uh, so, for instance, uh, if you notice, the grip on the A7 IV is delicious. It's better than the it A7 III by delicious. a lot. I don't oh need my. the thing at the bottom. The, the way they put that little finger groove in there, Yeah, I think that just, the minute I grabbed it, I was like, ooh. They even tilted the front yes. dial because yeah. they figured out that your hand is like this. Mm. Your hand is not forward. Right. Your hand is like this, which is very cool. I think ergos... But look, for example, this little camera, I have a grip for it that makes it the size of the X-T2. So then modify your question. Is Your question is this. At the end of the end of the day, ergo, important to you. Ergo. So ergonomics. Yeah, is, yeah, is, no, is, I know. But like, is, it, is it after you've modified it? With the grip, you mean? Like it is everything you're going to add to it. Or when you first purchase it. I mean, does that make a difference? Because when you're in a store and you first yeah, grab a camera, yeah. which I recommend always grab a camera before you buy it. Yeah. So if you're picking up a camera in the store, you don't have any modifications. You don't have any grip. So will that turn you off from buying it until you get your stuff in the house? That's funny you say that. I'm not going to say the brand, but you know what did turn me off was like it being too light. There was a mm. camera that I picked up and I turned the dials. They seemed like they were a little flimsy. Mm -hmm. And that turned me off. I put it right down that camera. Mm -hmm. So um, not so much the ergo, but how quality the camera feels. Right. And remember when you, you gave me the a7 IV for the first time, what I said? Mm, no, I don't remember what you said. I had my a7 III here. You gave me the a7 IV. I'm like, oh, it's cheap. Mm. And I ended up buying one. but <laughs> <laughs> You said it was lightweight feeling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're making them lighter. And right. someone mentioned uh, in one of my comments that they think that inside they're just like reducing the weight of everything inside. Which makes sense. Yeah. You know, the, the, Cut costs. Right. And, and, and a little bit less magnesium, a little bit more... Uh, 
par- a colleague partner. What is it called? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. <laughs> oh, carbon poly. What is it? Yeah, carbon fiber. No, no, the other word. But anyway, they're making more plastic oh, pieces. Oh, I know what you're saying. The polyurethane. Yeah, the yeah that thing. They're just paint a leather leather on there. Lather of leather. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so to me, size, that's one. And then um, the other one that I'll probably ask you about is um, a screen quality and EVF quality. Screen quality never mattered to me. I'm right? A, I'm an eye shooter, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a camera to my eye shooter. Uh, even street photography, I don't care if people are looking at me. I, I always know I'm going to look at the pictures later. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they're going to be on a screen, and I'm going to really see the raw file. This is – the A7 III was the perfect example where the screen was so bad. Wrong colors, mm. like 1.9 million dot. Right. It wasn't right. that – It was like somebody no, was, was hand-drawing. Yeah, yeah. hand-drawing <laughs> the photo on the back. And I always knew that was like a little preview. We'll see the picture later. I just wanted to make sure it was mm. exposed well enough. So screen in the back to me was never a deal breaker for any camera. But when you have a good screen. Yes, it pops out to you. Po- you're like, whoa. Yeah, when you have a good uh, refresh speed, when you have a good, uh, you know, million, two you million dots. You didn't know you missed it until you had it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but you know, if, if that's for the LCD in the back. What about the viewfinder? Too? Viewfinder, more important. Mm-hmm. Viewfinder, more important. A viewfinder, viewfinder, more important. <laughs> yeah, a viewfinder will make me sell you <laughs> if, it's, if it's crappy. So What's the best viewfinder you ever put laid eyes on you know what um i would have to say the uh the sony a1 same i think it was the a7 r5 they might have put the same i could don't hold me to that mm-hmm. but the viewfinder is like wow yeah i was able to at that uh camera show that over in unique photos a couple oh, weeks ago one? i was i picked up the a7 the a1 and i was like wow 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 and then also when i hit the shutter and there was no no uh, lag, no, no, uh, no blackout. Right, there was no blackout. I forgot that the A9 did that too, and I'm like, that's amazing. You know? It's just so funny. I would, you know, I was shooting the Z62. I was doing jobs with the Z62, like really concentrating, really concentrating. After shooting the A74 for a month, mm-hmm. the last job for the last hour was it was going till midnight. This party, I was like, let me try the A62 again. Hmm. I felt like I was blindfolded and <laughs> that I had my hands tied behind my back. Oh, my goodness. The blackout, first of all, the delay of a playback to see if your flash is working well mm-hmm. is junk, junk, one, two, picture. Junk, junk, one, two, picture. And uh, the other thing is the blackout. Like, I was blind. I right. couldn't the see. The blackout is so long. Yeah, and in low light, the EVF is, like, delayed. Like, so people are moving, like, a second behind. Yes, so that's another good thing about the A7 IV. It does have a better uh, refresh rate than it used yes. to. Yes, yeah. Um, it does look crispier, look more delicious. So I think it's definitely, yeah, like, going backwards. Like, you know, so when I I did three events uh, recently that, that I haven't done events in so long. I did three events, and then I went back to using my Fuji, and I'm like, you know, it's a Fuji X-T2. What am I expecting out of it? It, yeah. was, it was, It's still amazing. Your for... pictures were, the X-T2 ones popped to me. Right. I, right. I was like, whoa, what took this? Right. And you, you kept saying Fuji. Yeah. So, yeah. And, so uh, you so, cannot sell that camera. I'm not Guys, sell Mo sells all his cameras. I sell he, everything, he's, actually. He's, he's, he's like a flipper. <laughs> Listen, I need your help, guys. <laughs> he bought the X-T2, which is like an amazing camera, but I know he's going to sell it. Like, he wants to flip it for an X-T3. <sighs> XT2 has something about it. You just got to hold on to it, brother. I haven't sold it yet. <laughs> it's lasted about two months now, so that's, that's good for it, right? Let's do a video where we both go out with the XT2s, man. 
let's do it. Especially because I, I love my new, uh, the new 23 millimeter f1.4. Oh, I tell me, tell me, lens. tell me. It's, it's such a crispy, delicious lens. So when, when... You don't find 35 millimeters boring? So let me break this down oh, for you, right. senor. Let's go, please. So when uh, Omar first started talking about Fuji and he started his channel, I started following, I started going into it. I'm like, you know what? I have had Fujis before. Let me see what this is yeah, all about. Yeah, actually, you might have had one first, maybe. I had the X100S. Oh, that's the same I had. Remember I had, we went out that yes, time? Yes, And yeah. we were like, look at these little cameras. Yes, and we had the and I had the iPhone 7 Plus, which was the first portrait photo. Oh, and then, yeah. That's what I remember because we were... We were playing we were, around we, with that in yeah, that park. We were, where was that? That, that was, was in Bayonne. Oh, that was Bayonne. We were okay. in Bayonne. So um, I decided that uh, I'm going to get into it again and pick up the interchangeable cameras like Omar's on. And I picked up the X-T2 and... Originally. Right. And then, uh, then I got... New? No, no, it was a use. It was used. Yeah, Have it you was, ever it was... bought a new Fuji? No, because they won't <laughs> let me. <laughs> Put one on sale and let me buy one. Gosh, dang it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I and originally picked up the 16 millimeter f2.8, right? Thinking I remember that. 2.8 is more than enough until Omar and I did some night photography with yeah. his 16 millimeter 1.4. You didn't like the noise. And my my noise was so bad. It was like it was like it was a sheet of rain falling on my Yeah, but pictures. the thing is if you underexpose that we were doing night photography on, and I think the inclination is always to like p protect the highlights, right? No. But then when you go save the photo, you're pulling up, mm -hmm. that's raising the ISO right. even double. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was really it was garbage rough. garbage photos. I was like rubbing part. it in your face. You like, did. <laughs> actually cuz I watched your video recently where you said uh <laughs> those other photos were garbage. <laughs> So anyway, so I decided to pick up the 16 millimeter 1.4. I remember, which you have sold. You bought it twice. That I have bought it twice. And then, oh, man. But you know what? I sold everything, everything when I retired from photography, right? So I sold all my Sony stuff. Yeah, yeah. I sold all my Fuji stuff. So I, I sold it twice because I sold everything. And then I decided I love the way it looks at night. I'm just not a 24 millimeter yeah, yeah, street yeah. shooter. Yes, yes. That's tough. So that's why I decided this time around... With the f one point four, I would get would be the thirty five millimeter equivalent. Why'd you get the new one? Why not? Why don't you get like the older one? Because um, I, I've heard of all the little problems with the autofocus and the speed of it, and I figured I'm already going to be using an old camera, yeah. so let me get a better lens to to compensate. Has for it the been other. snappier? Oh, it's just I don't notice it, and, if, oh, and that's, that's the cool. matters. Now I don't know if it's faster. I don't know if it's slower. I don't notice it, mm. and that's what matters. If, yeah. you, if you have to if stop you... and feel that something's not focusing, yeah, for sure. that's the problem. And that's what that's why I think I still have the X-T2, because I don't feel like it's an old camera. You know what? That's great. You know what? Uh, my concern with Fujifilm when I go through the photos is like lens and camera combos aren't all equal. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when I use certain lenses, they'll pop up on the computer. I'm like, whoa, what took this? And I see it's the 35 F2. And then I'm like, I got to use that more. Then when I look up photos sometimes with the 18 to 55, they look incredible. You know, they look amazing. But then other pictures, sometimes if it's like low light and I'm shooting it at four and it's the 18 to 55, doesn't look that great. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel that I'm starting to hone in on what combo I want to walk around with. I've under I understand the X-T20 sensor so well because it's the one I've used the most. Mm -hmm that I'm finally picking the right LUT. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yes. saying? Uh, I finally know how to dial in what... You know what I was trying to do is I was trying to shoot Fujifilm like everyone shoots it, the vintage -y sort of 
classic neg, mm-hmm. classic chrome, mm-hmm. like faded look that mm-hmm. looks like film. It seems like everyone's doing that. And I was doing that. And I realized like I like vibrant colors. You sure do. I wasn't true to myself. I'm no. comic colors, bright right. reds, right. orange. Stuff to jump out at you. Look at my mitzvah party photos. Mm-hmm. Like they're almost pukey like mm-hmm. colors, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like everything is so bright and and I love that National Geographic punchiness. And so I went back to Provia with the colors up and the I go, let me shoot Fujifilm the way I want to, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that was all over the place. No, Sorry. no, it made perfect sense. It made perfect sense because um, uh, yesterday uh, I went to uh, the city. And when I was in the city, I ran That's a New co- York City for you yes, people. That- there, there's only one city. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't know, you what don't know. Union? What in, about Union? What about Jersey? Let's keep moving. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so about I, New Jack? So when I got oh, to uh, the city, I bumped into... I was in Chelsea. Uh, what is it? Chelsea area? The Chelsea area. And uh, I found a store from starbucks a store called the starbucks reserve Reserva. yeah and it's like it's like so starbucks is already bougie and fluffy they took it to the whole new level it's like a a a 14 star restaurant they got a bar upstairs they have like three different sit around places you can order they have a bakery on this side they have the actual machine roasting wait 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 wait. so this is the only one that exists no 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 there's there's like four because one of the one of the uh, people who worked there, he listed off a couple of Seattle, this one over ah. here. So they're they're around here, but they're very unique. So how was the coffee? First of all, um, I didn't get coffee oh, because I that's... hate Starbucks coffee. But maybe this experience, maybe it's like no, freshly no. roasted. No, no, slash. no, it seemed like normal coffee, you know. <laughs> um, so I went with a a some kind of mocha, which was very good. And I'm not even a mocha fan, but I just didn't want to have their coffee. Oh, um, well, the sandwich was delicious. So oh. I had some kind of ham and prosciutto type of thing with a little pecorino on it. It was delicious. so. You went to this place that is focused on roasting and brewing the perfect cup of coffee no, and you I, had a mocha no i don't think it was focused on roasting and brewing i think it's focused on providing a unique experience to so the they don't make the beans there and roast them uh, and stuff? they have a big machine in the back but no one's focused on that you know the people are just sitting around like normal starbucks in just a much just classier fancier, event environment classy, yeah, interesting. Yeah. and and what the point of story is i had my xt2 with me and i had the 16 the 18 to 55 with me and when I was looking at the back of the camera, and even when I got home and looked at my photos, they were popping and they were jumping. And I noticed most of my ISO was at 3,200. Wow. And, and at one point, because I was doing video, I hit one of the buttons by mistake. Some of the photos, <laughs> some of the photos were um, at actually like ISO 12,800. Oh, correct. And they were good? And, and I didn't Wait, notice. Wait, the JPEGs were good or the... Well, raws. I uploaded the raws only. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So do you shoot raw JPEG? I I I, I normally do uh, on Fuji. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah, on my other cameras, is always just straight up raw. I would recommend, by the way, to do um, if you're going to shoot higher ISOs, to do um, noise reduction. Just lower it a little bit. I did. Oh, good. Because if I not, did. sometimes you get weird results. Yes, yeah. because I I. I watched the Omar Gonzalez <laughs> video setting on your Fuji camera. But with that said, with the X-T5, I was putting noise reduction at zero so that I would get something usable as a JPEG mm. because uh, the grain was like, yo, crazy at, at 
and, and that's another thing too. Since you showed me the the color profiles in Lightroom, I actually was putting Velvia on my RAWs. So, Whoa. and that's what I think it was. That's why I was looking like, wow, so you I'm really were liking enjoying the pop pop colors. I, I was looking. I, w- I was really liking it, and 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 the photos I was taking it lent itself to more pop and color. Are you ass? Are you are you ass? Are you an ass? Ass all day, baby. <laughs> Gula. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. This is a kid a kid show. Uh, I was gonna ask you, are you into any of these like extreme edits, which are super cool, but like the br- the orange and teal, the very filmic curve, like desaturated brown. No, that's it. That's the answer. No, you don't. No. E- you don't over edit or edit like no. for a style. No, because um, uh, the S curve where you could pick up the shade, the the make a the film shadows, curve. Yeah, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't been using that because I wasn't aware of where to put the dot here and where to put that there. Because Would that you, wasn't though? my style. But since I've learned it, I use it sparingly. It's not okay. it's not something that well, I guess my question is, um, are you working on a photo? Like do you work on a photo um color grading, sort of making it like that's something I want to do more. Where mm-hmm. the photo comes in and I'm spending like a long time on the photo dodging and burning, putting a like no. a yeah, no, yeah, I don't. I don't do that because to me, uh, I I mass produce photos most of the time. When yeah, I'm, you're when almost I'm editing. like a photo journalistic. Yeah, like, boom, boom. yeah, What you see is what I want to put out. I do believe there is a case for that filmic S curve where you get nice little shadowies high and everything like that. But to me, it's not it's not my I normal know. style. That's going back to what I was saying. Like I kind of like the punchy sort of National Geographic. Um, I don't want the desaturated. It looks like they urinated on your photo look. Right, right. I kind of want more, but I'm the other extreme. I'm, I don't want life i want just a little bit like the graffiti will be saturated right right yeah yeah so if you want to see the photos i took at the starbucks watch my channel in a couple of days i'm going to post something that's mo morales photography yeah yeah if you're not we'll watching... link it up below where our info's linked up below we should probably wrap this up we've yeah, been we talking probably... a long time bro yeah. by and... the way thank you i just want to say thank you real quick to the four or five people that keep asking about the mo and o photo show uh part of the problem is that we like are super lazy let's just just put it out there. We don't have a set studio. Problem number one. Problem number one. We're we're in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, like we we have to actually set up, and it, it would be great if we had a routine that we're not good at keeping. Right. Because we hang out. Mm-hmm. I love the last time we just had lunch. We're right. like we're not going to record. Yeah, right. <laughs> and That's that lunch is. was good because we actually have a real friendship. So I I think we found that it would be. I personally have been getting lazy with this show has to be produced. So we record for an hour, but I re-listen to the whole thing again. I have to put a lot on this now. Mm. <laughs> and so uh, that now is just a, it's just a little bit much. But On know. top of that, you're a full-time photographer. Yeah, even though my I season have, now is ending. I have which a full-time good. job. And it's just hard to, to schedule our lives together around family, photography, yeah, and yeah. all the stuff going on. So, But we, we definitely have a love for this. We definitely enjoy yes. getting together. And that's another thing, too, that back to his point about being friends, is like we actually enjoy hanging out more on our own <laughs> than with you, in a way. But we do love you. Don't misunderstand. It's yeah. Just, it's yeah. just that you know we are friends first and then creators. <laughs> yeah, friends first, creators second. That should be the name of the show. <laughs> But you know what's funny? Have you listened to our show? I know it sounds kind of weird in the car or anything. Yes. It reads completely different than w- when I edit it and watch us. Some parts are cringy, this and that. But when I've played it on the car, I think it must be a human trait where we just want to listen to what someone has to say. Mm-hmm. I'll put on talk radio, like sports radio, and they'll be talking about 
some obscure football team. I'm just sitting there listening. Mm. I have no interest whatsoever, but it's not boring. Right. You know what I mean? So that's, it's just strange to me, like, that this medium, uh, like audio, even though we're making a video here, it just kind of works, you know? It does. I, I, I have listened to many of our podcasts on long drives because I prefer us over other people. Because <laughs> we're in my mind, what we're saying is interesting. Not, obviously not oh, for that's everybody. True. But, that's true. That's you know, true. I, I mean, we're a little biased because we're like listening to ourselves. We think we're and, interesting. And, and it's also uh, the, the fact that even when you're watching, there's certain things you might bypass. But when you're listening, you're more focused. Your ears pick up more than when you're actually watching yeah. and listening, which do is you, weird. Do you know I edit the show without looking at it? You should. I blindfold myself. <laughs> We're ugly as heck, bro. <laughs> no. We got a LUT on. Look how good we look, oh, man. Yes. All right. Let's play it here with no LUT. There we go. And now we're going to put all the different LUTs I just bought from <laughs> Phantom LUT. Tell us which one's your favorite here. Look at that. Oh, look at us. Tarantino-like. You see how much work he just made for himself? Yeah. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> You didn't see any of that, right? That was just nothing. S log blank. So if we just jump to this cut right here is because Omar had to cut a small portion out. Yeah, please buy my LUT. It's called it's called non LUT. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's let's go before All right, we bye. go on. Be good. <laughs> <laughs>